0: Now, as part of this year's Scottie's Mental Health Arts and Film Festival, I went along to an event in Paisley Town Hall, it was called Making Your Mark, and on this podcast we're going to be hearing from the Resource the Centre in Paisley, manager Irene McNeil, also we are going to be hearing from a dance company Um, and we're going to be speaking to um, Ruth Fosker and we're going to be hearing from Lime Lake Music but also we're going to be hearing from the General Manager, Jerry Rossi Okay, so we're joined by Irene McNeil Irene is the Service Manager for the uh, Renfrewshire Day Centre
1: um, the Disability Resource Centre. Des-
0: disability Resource Centre and um, so can you tell us a bit about the Disability Arts Forum?
1: The Arts Forum started um, about 17 years ago um, and it came from the uh, funding from the Scottish Arts Council, former Scottish Arts Council, to develop an inclusive um, organisation in venture and it's just gone from strength to strength over the years there's been um, numerous ways that we've got involved, I've got lots of people involved by finding out ways of working together, sharing resources, um, helping each other out with events and, and publicising things, but also to really encourage people who might not think about getting involved in the arts to get involved in the arts, which is the main thing for us. Um, the Arts Forum has. It's run by and for disabled people, and um, people are volunteers. They all are happy to meet on a monthly basis and really encourage one another. Most people have got expertise in one area, or, or they've got involved in something. Maybe um, at one stage and just let that develop and develop, and it's got you know, sort of really, you know, becomes really important to people, a really important part of their lives. So there's not really any competitiveness or anything, but it's amazing how energetic and how um, thoughtful and in a way how innovative some of the work has been quite challenging too. I think there's a lot of really amazing role models there.
0: So uh, how did the the Forum come to work with LimeBright to put on this festival at the Mental Health Festival?
1: Well, we we had a um, Culture Heritage Events Award last um, year. And from that, some taster workshops um, were part of the, we always think about gaps in provision. um, And one of the areas that we thought there were gaps in was music making and um, inclusion. I I was aware of Limelight's work from before and decided that some taster workshops would be really um, something that would be valued by some of my colleagues and and, um, customers from learning disability services. Everyone was really keen to take that on. They had some workshops um, from the workshops. They were just... Open-ended in a way, just the structure was there. Um, Limelight came with expertise and skill, but I think the, the other thing about it is employability. We, we love that idea about um, people with impairment maybe getting involved in the sessions and being able to um, facilitate the sessions. That's something that's really, really important to the Arts Forum in general. And from there, we had kept in touch and we had hoped that we would do a joint funding application in the future and as partners, Limelight um, allowed us to be partners and to look for secure some funding for the future you know for this social innovation fund um, and and I think it was
0: I think it was a good event together and it was busy as well it was so busy yeah
1: but the other funny thing is that there's a lot of people here that never would have thought of going to an art exhibition or to the theatre or to play music or to participate in anything and over the years because of the group work that we do and the, the fun and the sort of the relationships, the social relationships, I think it addresses health inequalities. People understand that, people get that idea that it's about um, equality and fairness. It's about all sorts of different things on a subtle level, but in a much more fun and outward way. It's about trying to change attitudes and trying Mm. to get people to really believe in themselves and believe that this is good for long-term conditions. It's good for people maybe you know, who might have an impairment, or maybe go, you know, sort of go to a a learn disability group or something like that. That's so it's fun. It's great to be involved. So with Limelight, it's been fantastic because we've got partners there that um, have the skills and the expertise and the role models in terms of sessional musicians and people that are going on, going to university or college or doing something or participating, that's turning up and doing things that matter. And um, I think for me, that means everything. You know, just it's really, really valuable.
0: Okay. So now we're joined by Ruth Forsker of Dirty Feet Dance Company, so can you tell us a bit about Dirty Feet, please?
2: Um, Dirty Feet is a performance company that are based in the Disability Resource Centre and we have a creative partnership with the Kibble, so we rehearse in the Kibble every week and our members come mostly from the Disability Resource Centre but we've got a few other dancers that have joined us along the way Um, The group has been running for 11 years, making performances all around Scotland. A lot of our work happens in Paisley because we're very proud to be from Paisley, but we'll go anywhere, (laughs) anywhere that'll have us.
0: So, what did you think of the event today, um, being involved in the Scottish Mental Health Arts Festival?
2: It's really important to us to be involved in these kind of things because dancing and moving and the social aspect that comes with this group is so... you know, integral to our mental health um, and we think it's important to be advocates for something like that because <sighs> living life as a person with a disability, it's not, it's not that easy a lot of the time and it's important that we are involved in challenging those perceptions but also helping to affect change in our local community. There might of be people that come up to us afterwards and say, I'm so inspired by what you just saw or that really, you know, that really resonated with me, that piece, I'd love to know more about it. It's important to us. It kind of gives a purpose to the work. Not only is dancing really joyful for us, um, but pieces that like the piece we did today can be really challenging um, emotionally, physically, psychologically. Um, It's a really difficult theme this year as well, Reclaim. Mm. Um, But it managed to fit quite well with the piece that we wanted to do here in the town hall. It's a beautiful space. We're really glad to be back.
0: Okay, so now we're joined by the general manager of uh, Lime Lake Music so, um and we're joined by Jerry Rossi. Um, so, Jerry, can you tell us a bit about
3: what Lime Lake does? Okay, well, um, nice to see you, Michael. <laughs> um, Lime has been around for about 27 years, I think this year, and um, it's, it was formed initially by um, Gordon Dougal, who's still our artistic director, uh, to address basically the inequalities um, surrounding the opportunities for accessing music and musical employment prospects for people from the disabled community. So um, one of the jobs Light does is, is finds people from these different communities and trains them up through a programme called Musical Identities. Now, many of these people are interested in performing in music groups. Having fun, getting pleasure out of it for their own, their own benefit, and that's wonderful. Um, but many of them are very interested in taking it a bit further. And what we try to do is to find out what interests each specific person, whether it be a particular style of music or a particular instrument, and give them t- tuition. And then eventually we can give them employment opportunities delivering music workshops, because Line Light works every year with about 1,000 to 1,500 children all, all across Scotland. Um, and w- we can have our musicians joining these um, delivery workshop groups, anything from two to three different people working with up to 15 to 20 children at a time over the course of the academic year, giving them experience and then giving them the opportunity to go on and do similar things themselves. So a number of our musicians are actually you know fully self-employed professional musicians and we're probably, although the number itself is still unfortunately very small, we're probably the largest employer of disabled musicians across the country. And this is the first came that's
0: been involved in the Scottish Mental Health Arts Yes. Let's uh, you with this yeah. and i hope hoping
3: to do more as time goes on. Yeah. Well, well I mean, m- music is a very sort of therapeutic uh, thing for people to be- become involved in, and although we've concentrated in the past with groups from the disabled community, um, and primarily um, with with physical disabilities, um, it would be very interesting for us to work with people you know who are perhaps recovering from mental illness or um, going, going through some sort of personal. Tra- tra- trauma, tragedy, and using mu- music as a way to help help them get, get through it and um, help them come to you know arrive at a better place. We do ha- we have had some people involved in a project up at um, Naval Royal Hospital called Polyphony, um, and some of Langley's musicians have been involved in that, where they're working with um, patients who are residential patients and recovering from um, mental illness. Um, So that's something that we maybe could do some more of. So yes, it would be exciting for us and it's great to be part of this festival.